Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to Food for Thought with Billy and Jenny. Brought to you by the Box Center. For more than 15 years, this dining duo has been eating their way through New England. Mixing it up with top chefs, jumping behind the line of the hottest restaurants, and giving you the inside scoop on where to wine, dine, and spend your time. So get ready. It's Food for Thought. Giving you something to chew on. Hey guys, uh, welcome into Food for Thought. Billy Costa here, and I've got a celebrity uh, co-host joining us in studio this week, uh, Lisa Donovan from the Maddie in the Morning Show. Hey, Lisa. Hey, aren't you sick of me? Uh, Not at all. (laughs) Cannot get enough of you. Oh my God. Uh, So here's the deal. We're going to have a great show. Uh, First of all, uh, Patrick and Beth are in studio right now, uh, and thanks guys for uh, coming in. And oh uh, thanks for having we're us. We're so excited to be here. Uh, they've got an us. interesting story. First of all, they're both pharmacists. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they own and operate a place called Glen Farmer Distillery and Tasting Room. Yes. Uh, would that be yes. good? So, it's an, yeah. Okay. That's enough for now. It's an beautiful, uh, it's beautiful Franklin, Massachusetts. So we'll get to you guys in a moment. Okay. Uh, but the reason uh, I wanted Lisa Donovan to be here is because uh, we had uh, a very rare staff get together. Yes, we did. Uh, here at Kiss 108 uh, the other night in the Seaport District at uh, uh, Tuscan Kitchen. By the way, hello and thank you to the staff at oh. Tuscan Kitchen Seaport. They were really nice to us last yeah. night. Great food. And uh, the amazing thing was that, you know, with the pandemic, we haven't seen any of these people we work with for almost two years, some of them. Uh, so, interestingly, they all made it to the party. It was awesome. AJ actually wants us to have another one. <laughs> she goes, are there any other special events coming up yeah. that we can organize something for? Because it's crazy. We haven't seen any of the people we work with. It's insane. And, and some of the people started during the pandemic. So, and we have only been emailing with them. So it was nice to finally meet them. Yeah. And uh, so we're in the Seaport District. And uh, so Lisa Donovan comes in the next morning and says to me, oh, uh, did you happen to notice the Snowport Festival that's going on in the Seaport District? And I didn't because I drove in, parked in the underground garage, went upstairs, came down, got in the car and left. So I didn't venture out into the Seaport area. All right. So it it opened this weekend and mm-hmm. it's going to be open through January 2nd. And it includes 40 local businesses from, you know, someone making really cool hats to great jewelry to pottery to whatever. So you can find anything and everything for everyone on your holiday gift list. Mm-hmm. And they're all local artists. Local vendors, which is super great too. They're going to do, you know, they have a tree lighting, they have like carolers during the weeks ahead. So, head down like it's it's a fun night or a fun day and one-stop shopping first of all you've Absolutely. got the vendors but then you've got all the retailers in the area anyway so right. all you have to do is go to the seaport park the car and you get everything done for the holidays yeah it's perfect so check it out now does it involve at all i know during the warmer weather uh they have those little kiosks uh, these <gasps> oh, little those tiny reta- cute, yeah i love of, it down yeah, there yeah one of my friends did one one time when she had an athleisure line yeah they're like little pop-up sheds 
almost. And they I think they still have them down there. But this is like a separate thing where oh, okay. like the Cisco Brewery, I think, area was. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's under tents and it's very sort of holiday market-ish. So it's just all just decorated beautifully. And so definitely head down if you're looking for something to do. Yeah. Patrick and Beth, uh, Lisa Donovan happens to be the uh, lifestyle Expert. I'm a shopper. Uh, yeah, so that, uh, that's a better I, way of putting I, it. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate <laughs> everything and anything. I, I really do. I love it. Yeah. I like that everybody. So this local. is perfect for you. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that's that. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about is turkey toss. Uh, and I wanted to have you in on that because okay. it's an annual tradition. Patrick and Beth, I don't know if you're aware of the Maddie Show and Turkey Toss. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. It happens Wednesday morning uh, before Thanksgiving <laughs> every year. Yeah. It go is Everett. legend. Oh, go Everett. Oh, uh, nice. Woo. Wow. Returning champions, yeah. Everett. Uh, well, you got me started because I've got the list of participants uh, this year for Turkey Toss. And again, it's this coming Wednesday morning. Uh, and there's an added twist this year, which I'll get to in a second. But uh, we have Everett High School, the returning champions, Arlington High. Mm-hmm. Now, at least they won in what, 2018? The year before Everett did. Yeah. yeah. So it's between the two of those two. Yeah. Seasons. And last year we didn't get to do it right. uh, because of COVID. Uh, also, Malden High School, Winchester, Revere, Waltham, Haverhill, Saugus, Somerville, Bill Ricca, Salem, and Peabody. Those are the competing schools. Now, the winner typically, well, I mean, the trophy, you know, you have to understand, they take pride in this thing, okay? That trophy is more important to them than the real trophies that are in the glass cabinet well, the at the ev- high schools. The Ever team actually hires a coach who just comes in to train for turkey toss. Yeah. He trains them to throw a frozen turkey. That's it. And then he comes back the next year. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And they win a lot. And uh, I got an inside report from Somerville High School that they've been practicing with a frozen turkey. Ah, this is going to be good. So it's getting serious out there. But when it comes to the prizes, the trophy, yes. uh, But also they get jingle ball tickets. The winners, okay? Yeah. But there's an interesting twist this year. Mac Jones... Uh, the quarterback of your New England Patriots. God, is he good? Yes. Uh, yes. I've said that right from the beginning, right, Lace? Okay. Uh, um, a uh, little, a little note here. I said it in the from the very beginning, mm-hmm. but now you've jumped on the bandwagon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wasn't going very easy on Mac Jones. No, you were a hard sell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm all in now. But yeah. here's the deal. Uh, Mac Jones uh, is sponsored to some degree by Harbor One Bank, and Harbor One Bank is throwing in. This is a great prize. Uh, the winners will also get signed Mac Jones jerseys, which someday could be really valuable. I mean, this is rookie jersey, yeah. all right? Awesome. So they're getting yeah, the rookie great. jerseys signed by Mac Jones. There's a rumor that Mac Jones' mom and dad may show up at Turkey Toss. Was I supposed to say that? I don't think you were supposed to say okay. that. So, uh, AJ, but can would, you edit you that know, for the West Coast? We would love it if they were there. Absolutely. Hey, Mom. Hey, Dad. Hey, come on in. Mr. and Mrs. Jones. Isn't there a it. song? And you know what? Mr. <laughs> there is one. <laughs> AJ, is there a reason you don't have Mr. <laughs> Mrs. Mrs. Jones? Jones. Yeah. I'm just kidding. So, anyway, it's happening Wednesday, uh, Turkey Toss. Uh, and we do it at Assembly Road, right up the road in Somerville. So you're welcome to come down. It's a lot of fun. Some of the schools bring bands, cheerleaders, mascots. Uh, it all really is fun, and it's a great way to kick off Thanksgiving the weekend. So. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, we have to take our first break. Lisa, can I get you to hang in for the first segment with sure. Patrick and Beth? Because it, it really is a cool story. And by the way, they're pharmacists, so if you have any kind of a headache oh. or something going on... Oh, can... I always have a headache. <laughs> yeah, <that's... laughs> uh, they'll just Should write you a little script and send you on your way. Uh, okay, so we'll take a break. It is Food for Thought, and uh, we'll be right back. You're listening to Food for Thought, brought to you by The Box Center and Salem Waterfront Hotel and Suites. Hey, guys. Uh, welcome back to uh, Food for Thought. Billy Costa here. Lisa Donovan is uh, hanging out. Hey, Bill. I thought you'd get sick of me by now. Not yeah. at all. <laughs> and you're going to love this next segment. Okay, so as you know, I do a dining playbook on Nesson. Uh, by the way, Saturday mornings at 9, Sunday nights at 9. So... Um, you know, we go out and we showcase uh, yep. restaurants and, uh, you know, breweries, their distilleries, whatever. So we actually have a segment uh, called Billy's Brews. And it was invented because I was so ignorant, for lack of a better word, when it came to, you know, craft brews. Because yep, I know your husband, Tim, oh my God, he is loves, heavy into it. He loves the heady topper up in Vermont. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I actually told you guys that when I came yeah. to your place. Oh, the alchemist. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a, yeah. So anyway, so I initially went out to uh, Glen Farmer Distillery and uh, Tasting Room. Is that what we're calling it officially? Yes. Uh, but it's a beautiful restaurant, okay? I just have to say it. Uh, as part of Billy's Brews, but instead we called it Billy's Booze. Um, <laughs> because you make booze there. Now, before we get into it, you are in Franklin. Yes. Yes. And I think that was my first visit to Franklin. It looks like a lovely town, uh, but it's near Worcester. Well, it's, it's actually close to Gillette Stadium. Yeah. Oh. It's down from Gillette Stadium. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know where Franklin is. But okay. Yeah. I've been to Franklin. It's close to Milton. Uh, and you guys actually opened in the middle of a pandemic. Yes. That's Why? Right. Well, <laughs> that was the one thing we didn't plan. It for. wasn't part of the, his business plan. He actually apologizes frequently, saying, Beth, I'm really sorry. I was not expecting the pandemic on the business plan. So, yeah. Uh, we, uh, we were yeah. getting ready to open um, in March, right when we couldn't open. We literally got our certificate of occupancy that Friday before Baker shut everything down. So at its worst, how bad was it? You know, I mean, quite frankly, we still look back on it and, and consider ourselves very lucky. So it, it, at the end of the day, we're fortunate to be in Franklin. And not only has Franklin and the surrounding community been very supportive, mm -hmm. but Throughout the timing, which was not good, clearly, at the, at the very least, we had strong support for what we could do at that time. So when we first opened, we opened to takeout. When we first got the notice we had to close, we weren't actually going to open because the last thing you want to do is open a restaurant to takeout or open a distillery to mm -hmm. takeout because you can't really sample anybody mm -hmm. on what they're, they're yeah, purchasing. Yeah. But we also thought this would just last two weeks. So we quickly realized that you know, we're not going to sit on the sidelines. We're going to we're going to make this happen. So we completely revamped our our menu, and we were fortunate. You know, we have a great executive chef in in Eric Zedeker, and and he has just been very flexible throughout all this as we changed the menu. So we mm -hmm. created a menu that we thought would lend itself well to takeout. So we did that, and then ultimately, when we can open for outdoor dining, you know. It was it was an expansion of what we could offer. Yeah. So in many respects, when you say how bad was it, the interesting thing, and we talk about this all the time, we don't really know any better. 
So this is right. our first distillery. Yeah. It's our first restaurant. Yeah, all we know is the pandemic. All we know is <laughs> nothing the pandemic. To to. So we don't right. have anything to compare. <laughs> yeah, so. everything we do is for the first time. Wow. Right. And it's interesting because for a lot of restaurants, takeout ruled. I mean, they were yeah. very fortunate that mm-hmm. people really caught on to, to the whole takeout uh, concept. Now, interestingly enough, the two of you, I don't think you're far, like, in some way, you're pharmacists. So, Patrick, you are, you operate pharmacies. Yes. Okay. So uh, I am technically a pharmacist by mm-hmm. training and, and okay. went to pharmacy school. We met in pharmacy school. Ah, oh, that's so, that's so romantic. We're chemistry lab oh, partners. Wow. Yes. Were no you way. high as a kite at the time? or <laughs> I was oh no, I was the so second to last person. <laughs> <laughs> they were lab partners. Wow. I was the second Over to last the person burner. to show yeah. up for lab. She was the last person. There were only two spots left at the lab wow. table. And, and then he, and um, he called me. I remember it was right before... Right when we got back from Thanksgiving break, and he called me on the pretense of having a question about our lab book. Mm-hmm. And I was all excited <laughs> that he was calling. I had one of my friends was in my room, and I was, you know, pantomiming, like, look who's calling. And wow. so, but I must she have, like, laughing at me. I must have actually laughed out loud because he thought I was laughing at him. So he invited me to his fraternity's Christmas dance, and wow. we've been together since. So your fire pit was a Bunsen burner. I'm <laughs> yeah, just saying. Absolutely. Uh, now, I have to ask this question because I asked it on uh, Dining Playbook, and at the time I thought it was a joke. You guys went to Moonshine University? He went to Moonshine okay. University. He is that wanting- exists. <laughs> it does. It really does. Where <laughs> does it exist? It's like in Tallahassee. Where are we or? traveling to? It's, <laughs> it's in Louisville, Kentucky. Oh, that's so, awesome! Yeah. I love that. <laughs> wow, um, they're a great group of people, and and you know. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If you think about where craft distilling is now, it's kind of where craft brewing was 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. And so there's this growing interest in it. Um, if you look at the demographics, spirit consumption globally has been trending upwards for the past 10 years. Millennials, young people are really into spirits and cocktails. So there's this resurgence of the cocktail culture. And, and so people are interested in distilling. And so there is this place called Moonshine University. And, I, you know, when we had been talking about it for a while and uh, I said, you know what, I think I want to go learn some more. Wow. And so I did that. And Do you have a degree? Oh my gosh, no. Oh. It's a week-long program. Oh, so like there's no degree. failing. No, there's no, like, it's not a degree well, program. I, I, have, <laughs> I, have a, I have a certificate. You have a certificate. Yeah. <laughs> Do you display uh, so it prominently? Yes. In the, yes. Okay. Wow. I say it's a degree. It's, yeah. it's my degree. Well, I mean, it's as much a degree as you can get at Moonshine University. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Uh, Beth, were you ever invited to the fraternity dances at Moonshine University? <laughs> <laughs> it was only a week, so there wasn't time for any of yeah. those. Uh, now, Beth, besides running a Glen Farmer a distillery and, and, and restaurant, you're a clinical pharmacist. And I guess there's a difference. What does that mean? Yeah, so I work for a home infusion company. So when people need IV medications, I help them. I monitor their labs. I check on them clinically to see mm-hmm. how they're doing, any side effects, 
if they're improving at all, figure out how to compound the medication, check on them when they get home from the hospital, yeah, yeah. that type of thing. Uh, Lisa, you had a question for the clinical uh, pharmacist? I do. Yeah. Um, we always hear about the banana bag remedy if you're like hungover <laughs> or you're just not feeling great, like low energy. Give us the like. Give us the scoop. Is Does it really work? So a banana bag really is just a hydration bag with IV potassium in it. And it's something that IV potassium is something that you need to monitor closely. So it's not something that you want to just... You know, give to somebody if you're not. Oh, there's such a thing as having too much of it. Oh, for sure, definitely. What would be the effects? Heart. Heart irregularities. Oh boy! Yeah, you, you oh. want to be careful. Oh boy! Oh, okay. you know, you, you could die. <laughs> Justin, All right. You could die. That's what I thought. I'm like, this sounds too good to be true. Well, Justin, who produces the Maddie in the Morning Show earlier this morning, because I mentioned you guys were coming in, and he said, "Yeah, I'm going today to pick up two or three uh, IV bags." Is is that a thing? You can go someplace now and pick up. IV bags filled with vitamins or so Justin may have access to it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's a street yeah, deal. I think, I think we should call him after the show. Yeah, that's <laughs> something that happens on a street corner. A guy pulls up in a beaten up car <laughs> I or think something. We need to right. alert him. But with the banana bag, you can't bring one home, can you? And if so, who yes. inserts the IV? Yeah, so what happens is there's a nurse. What usually happens is a patient has what's called a pick line, which is a line that lasts a lot longer. Otherwise, they have to be changed every ah, three days. Yeah. So then the nurse teaches the patient or caregiver how to connect whatever the IV is, whether it's an IV antibiotic, whether it's hydration, whether it's nutrition. We do have patients that get all of their nutrition. They mm-hmm. call it TPN, total parental nutrition. Sure. Um, so it's it's very regulated, just like any pharmacy is. And in fact, Pat jokes, when he went to Moonshine University, they asked him, um, do you know that they said the alcohol is the second highest regulated industry? And they said, do you know what the first one is? And of course, pharmacy is the most highly regulated one. Oh, yeah. So wow. we joke that we went into the distillery business so that we could have things a little easier. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pat, do you have a pick line? I do not. (laughs) (laughs) How do you get one of those, by the way, a pick line? No, don't even answer that, okay? That's a stupid uh, ability I don't think you really want one. No. You really don't. Yeah. You really don't. Uh, Okay, so we have to take a break, but obviously we want to get back to the actual reason you guys are here, and that's Glenn Farmer uh, Distillery. And one quick question. Uh, When I was there, you guys uh, let me do a tasting uh, downstairs in the basement where all the wooden barrels were filled with liquor that I guess was... In the process of what? Aging. Aging. Aging, yeah. Yes. Uh, and I guess if someone wants to, they can buy a barrel, right? That's correct. And yes. have it their own personal barrel and like watch mm-hmm. it age and come visit the barrel once in a while. Yeah. In yeah. fact, we're actually going to relaunch it again next week, um, just before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, due to popular demand. We, we limit it because at the end of the day, we don't want to be producing too many barrels yeah. for- individuals when in fact we need to maintain our own right. yeah. inventory. Well, at least now you know what you're getting for Christmas. We'll talk more about Glenn Farmer uh, Distillery. Also, later in the show, we've got the folks from Wilson Farm in uh, Lexington going to come in and talk about Thanksgiving and the holidays. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. You're listening to Food for Thought, brought to you by The Box Center and Salem Waterfront Hotel and Suites. Hey 
guys, uh, welcome back to uh, Food for Thought. We're having some fun. Lisa Donovan from The Maddie Show has been kind enough to hang out for this a while. This was fun. I was, I'm so happy to meet you guys. That's well, too. Really it's great. great. Yeah. yeah. We'll have to take a trip down to Franklin, Bill. Absolutely. I get myself, uh, what do they call it, a wick line or a mick line? Or... Well, that was a pick line. Pick line. <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> that's their other business. Yeah, and I'll just keep some bags here at the office. Uh, uh, but Lisa's got to go. I mean, she's got a lot of stuff to do. Uh, so yeah. thanks for hanging out. Yeah, this is awesome. All right. It's great to meet you. Happy holidays. Yeah. Okay, bye, Lisa. Bye. Uh, So, okay. So, let's uh, start with uh, the restaurant, because that wasn't an original part of the plan, right? So, it started as a tasting room. What led you to believe, hey, we should go full bore restaurant now? So... Believe it or not, it actually was originally part of the plan. Okay. So the the idea is is that for a distillery, one of the most difficult parts from a business perspective is the early days when you're trying to generate revenue. Mm-hmm. Uh, in most cases, distilleries are producing whiskey because that's certainly one of the most popular um, spirits, and and that's what people are very often most interested in. The brown liquors. Yeah, the brown Mm -hmm. liquors. So if you think about it, you're distilling alcohol, you're putting it into barrels so you have nothing to sell. You're a new distillery, so people really don't know you, so you don't have a brand to really generate revenue. Um, You're trying to get distribution. You're trying to build inventory. So you know, I thought the way you, you address that complicated business problem is you start another complicated mm-hmm. business. And so the idea is is that you know, if we took our tasting room and really operated it like a restaurant and we could execute it well and people were interested and people would come, then we'd also have a customer for our for our alcohol. And so that was essentially the concept. And you were looking to get the word out on yes. your alcohol, which by the way is a Delicious! You were kind enough to give me some, and uh, it's packaged beautifully. Uh, so, yeah, you know what? When we come back, we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, uh, I want to break down the menu, talk a little bit more about the space, uh, talk a little bit more about the tours and how people can get a tour of the distillery and sample some of the booze, if you know what I'm talking about. Uh, but we're talking with uh, Pat and Beth from Glen Farmer Distillery and Restaurant in Franklin, Massachusetts. We'll take Take a break and we will be right back. You're listening to Food for Thought, brought to you by The Box Center and Salem Waterfront Hotel and Suites. Hey guys, uh, we're back. It is uh, Food for Thought. By the way, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Uh, It's just a few days away. And at the top of the show, we mentioned our tradition for the Maddie Show. The turkey toss is uh, happening uh, this coming uh, Wednesday morning. And I'm sitting in studio with Pat and Beth from Glen Farmer uh, Distillery. And let's start there. Uh, Are you guys doing anything special for Thanksgiving? Actually, we are. We're offering a complete distillery Thanksgiving menu. Mm-hmm. So it's going to have every the whole everything that you could completely want for um, your Thanksgiving dinner. Plus, you can also order things a la carte. So if you just want to add to them, so we have things like a cornbread and focaccia. We have roasted heirloom carrots. We have turkey gravy, cornbread sausage stuffing, cranberry relish using our cranberry mm. bog. Um, we have pecan pie that we use our dark tide rum and bread pudding using our reserve spice rum. So we have 
whole lot of really good food. I'm sorry. Did all you of that say... is to go. <laughs> yeah. Yes. This is ready to go. Ready to and go. And it's all cooked up, yes. and you just go home and you tell everybody we're working for days in the kitchen. Exactly. And yet it all came from you guys. Did you say you have your own cranberry bog? Yes, we do. Where the hell is that? Just Uh-oh. to clarify. So... We have a legality issue here. No. <laughs> <laughs> so this spirit is called bog. Ah. It's cranberry vodka. Okay. So, which I've enjoyed, thanks to you guys, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> um, are you guys open for lunch and dinner in the main restaurant now, or? So yeah. So on Fridays and Saturdays we are now open for lunch, mm-hmm. and on Sundays we are open at ten o'clock for brunch. Oh yeah. Every other night we're open till nine o'clock, and on Friday and Saturday we're open till ten. You know, it's funny when you say brunch. I remember when I sat in the restaurant for the first time. I'm looking around. I said. God, this looks like a very cool place to have brunch. You know, it's very brunchy, (laughs) if that means uh, anything. Um, So, okay, let's say, uh, Pat and Beth, you guys do not own and operate um, a Glen Farmer distillery and a restaurant. Um, Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're walking in, and for the first time, or let's say as the owners... People are coming in for the first time. What are the absolute dishes, the must-haves at your place? So there's a lot of great things to select. But, I mean, obviously we have our our personal favorites. From an appetizer standpoint. Okay, we'll start there. You know, short rib bites. Oh, yeah. Um, They're absolutely delicious. They're tender, short rib, candied bacon, Mm. Korean glaze. Oh, yeah. It's, It's delicious. Oh, One of my I favorites is the mozzarella cigars. and Cigars, yeah. Yeah, so he uses, instead of a breadcrumb um, outside, he uses a spring roll, and then the mozzarella inside is delicious with the yellow romesco and pesto. It is outstanding. And when you say he, you say Chef Eric. Chef Eric, yeah. absolutely, yeah. Are you impressed that I remember that name? I am, I and am. And the general manager, Ryan. Right, yeah. Okay, yep. I'm telling you, I loved your place. I left talking about it for weeks, and now here you are sitting here on the show. Uh, how about entrees? Favorites, we'll start with you, Beth. So my favorite entree is the New York steak. And with that, he uses a a short rib poutine, a garlic aioli, Mm. and an asparagus shaved salad on top. It is outstanding. Oh, my. Uh, Pat, I know you're thinking there. (laughs) Uh, What would yours? Like, let's say you're sitting at home. You didn't go into work today. Beth is coming home from the restaurant, and you're hoping she brought what home? I like the tuna. So, sushi grade, rare, hoisin sauce, seaweed salad. Oh, yeah. It's it's just delicious. Desserts, quickly on desserts, Beth. Uh, we have a lovely dessert that we call streusel, and it has uh, cranberries and apples and oatmeal, and then we top it off with a pipette of bog. 
which is our cranberry vodka. As you can tell, I'm partial to vodka because I keep mentioning that. If you're using a word like pipette, it's got to be a really cool dish. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Will that have pipette with it? Uh, All right. How about you, Pat? Bread pudding, hands down. There you go. Yeah. I think I had some of that when I was over to the yes. to the restaurant. Uh, we've only got like a minute and a half left, so let's talk about the booze, the liquor. By the way, beautifully packaged. Where can we get your liquors? I know you're making them in Franklin, but where can people pick them up? So we're we're now in about a little over fifty liquor stores mm-hmm. um, throughout the uh, eastern and in central Mass areas and in. in as far out as Springfield as well. So that's increasing each week. We just just actually started distribution. Yeah. Um, and uh, so it's kind of here, there. We're actually updating our website so that you can actually see the liquor stores themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you can buy them at the distillery as well. And I know you guys are doing tours. That's a cool thing to do between now and Thanksgiving and especially the holiday season. You know, get your friends together, go down and have a great lunch or dinner and take a tour of the distillery. How can people do that? So they go to our website we have and you press the button to book the tour and come at that time. What's the website? Uh, www.glenfarmerwithph.com. I think that's cute. He still does the www. You, know, you, can, you can drop that off now. You know? See, that's, that's, that's you how you know I'm like old. You sounded like such a pharmacist there. That's how you there. know i <laughs> uh, Check it out. So it's Glenn Farmer with a PH, not an F, yes. uh, .com. Right. And get all the information you need. Trust me on this one, okay, guys? If you're listening, you got to get there. It's a, definitely a special occasion place. Guys, thanks for dropping by. Thanks so much, Billy. Thanks all right, so much uh, for having us. We're going to take a break, and I think we're going to have Steve Wilson from Wilson Farm in Lexington on the phone, okay? Stand by. We'll be right back. You're listening to Food for Thought, brought to you by The Box Center and Salem Waterfront Hotel and Suites. Hey guys, welcome back to Food for Thought. Billy Costa here. And uh, Pat and Beth were kind enough to hang in. They wanted to hear what's going on at Wilson Farm in Lexington, Massachusetts. You know, we're all business people here. Uh, And I think I have Scott Wilson on the phone from Wilson Farm. Scott, you there? I am. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for being here with us. Now, Scott, I think going into the break, I said, hey, this is huge. Coming up right after the break... I've got the one and only Steve Wilson. Does Steve even exist? <laughs> That's really funny. Um, there, are, there are lots of Steve Wilsons in the country, I'm sure, and we even have one here. Oh. Um, yeah, I know. So we could we could have you talk to him if you don't want to talk to me. That would be kind of sad. <laughs> <laughs> he's a nice, he's a nice guy. <laughs> I don't even know where I got Steve. but So the Steve Wilson at Wilson Farm is not a member of the Wilson clan. Oh, we're all members of the of Wilson course. Farm family, you <laughs> know. It, and and so yeah, he's uh, he's actually if if you go back to the Mayflower when we came across, I swear, uh, he he was on the boat with some great great uncle of mine, and and we're distantly related. But well, uh, there you go. Now you're stuck with me, uh, Steve. I I mean Scott. <laughs> uh, Scott, I actually feel like I'm talking to a major celebrity because Wilson Farm is celebrity in this industry um that's really really nice of you but uh it's a little overstated we're still we're still a farm stand we're still family owned you know i mean we still get up every single day and sweep the floors we do whatever we have to do to to take care of the customers and keep on uh farming that that's our big thing just keep on farming 
How many years has Wilson Farm been in existence, Scott? Trying to uh, be prepared. I, I actually had to think about that for a minute, but it's been 137 years. We've been here since 1884. My great-great-grandfather came across from Enniskillen Island in 1884. Wow. I went on the website. You look pretty good for 137 years old. <laughs> i got to be honest with you, Scott. Well, that's a, that's that's an older picture because now I look horribly worse. <laughs> um, a lot, lot of stress with COVID around here and stuff, you know? Uh, we have to talk about Thanksgiving. Uh, I know it's huge around uh, Wilson Farm. Uh, what are you guys doing this year, and how can people take advantage? Because you at Wilson Farm tem- tend to make Thanksgiving so much easier for so many people. So, you know, it, it's really nice for, for you to give us a shout-out in the agricultural business and all, all of our friends that are doing the same thing we are in, in agriculture and farming and stuff, just trying to keep it going, trying to make a go of it. And and the big thing is that we're sort of adapting. All of us are adapting to a changing consumer. And, and in Lexington and, and Boston and Cambridge and where our customers come from, it's, it's no different. Everybody's changing. Um, we started off in the retail segment, anyhow, in the 50s and 60s. We had our first farm stand here in Lexington, and there weren't a lot of houses around. But we were selling 50-pound bags of potatoes and then, you know, maybe it was five pound bags of potatoes, and that was just, now we're selling them all mashed up and ready to go. So yeah. <laughs> uh, our, our clientele has changed. We're still selling the same thing. We're still growing squash, but, you know, the amount of squash we sell whole that someone's going to take home and peel and, and cook themselves is, is dwindling. And uh, instead, they're buying pre-prepared, ready-to-eat, phenomenal food, um, and, and we're cooking it right here on the farm. We're getting it ready for them to go. So they have a choice. They can buy a, a whole butternut squash. And I'm just using butternut as an example. Or they can buy a peeled butternut so they don't have to peel it and they still have to cook it. Or they can buy it all cooked. And, and that's what the game is right now. Uh, give the customer what they want. And, and that's how we're adapting. We're doing a lot of this prepared stuff. We even have meals that... Uh, you walk in, it comes in a beautiful box, and there's a cooked turkey. There's like six sides in it, and there's a pie, and there's some gravy. It's all made here. You know, they could go home and, and have dinner without any mess in two hours, an hour and a half, just heat it up, and, and it serves six people, and, and everybody's happy. You know, it's funny, Scott. Uh, my wife, Michelle, is a wonderful cook, and she does a beautiful Thanksgiving meal. But I've said to her about 20 times, I said, honey, why bother cooking? It, it, like... Because it's weird when you think of it. People will cook for three days, right? Because they've got family mm-hmm. coming over. And the meal will be eaten in about 10 minutes. And I'm saying, just oh. let's just go to Wilson Farm. They'll have everything. We'll just pick it up in a box. And you can tell everybody you made it. You know, I, I, I'm good with that. If you want me to make a phone call and, and try and like help that along, I, I'm good with it coming over here. Um, <laughs> Well, let me ask you this, Scott. Uh, I hate to interrupt, but let me, let me ask you. Here we are on a Sunday night, uh, just a few days from Thanksgiving. Is it too late uh, for people to call or go on your website now and order for Thanksgiving? It's getting close, but no. You know what? We pride ourselves in having stuff right up to the last day. Um, it, it's getting a little bit late, and, and nowadays with a lot more people cooking smaller meals at home, certain sizes and stuff of turkeys are getting close to sold out. But, no, we, we pride ourselves in having everything. And uh, so all those prepared sides, all the gravy and stuff like that, it's all, it's all here. It's all available. And uh, 
it, it is best to uh, to pre-order the turkey, but all that other stuff is plentiful. Yeah, you know, even if you want to make your own turkey, fine. But why not go to Wilson Farm and get all the trimmings? And that's a lot of the work. Let's face it, you prep the turkey, you put it in the oven. The turkey's in the oven for hours. Although I can't recommend enough, keep basting. you got to keep <laughs> basting that baby. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, how about going forward? How about going forward, Scott, uh, the holidays, the Christmas season? Uh, you guys doing anything special this year? <laughs> uh, yeah, we are. We're doing some fun stuff. And, and even uh, what's really nice about Christmas is that a lot of it is outside, right? A lot of it, all the Christmas tree selections and the wreaths and the roping and stuff, it's outside. So we're actually doing a couple of weekends where we're having the Grinch involved with us and Santa comes to visit and stuff. I, I'm, I'm especially favorite of the Grinch, and he's going to make an appearance here. We're doing hot chocolate and, and cider and, and things like that wow. out there. But, um, yeah, so there's always something going on. And, and we grow our own poinsettias down in our greenhouse. We have about a one-acre greenhouse here in Lexington. And the poinsettias are out, and the garden shop looks beautiful. So um, we're actually we, – we've already got some Christmas stuff out. Um, wow. Thanksgiving is huge, but we've learned that our customers uh, want want Christmas a little bit earlier so we, we have to offer some of our stuff. Of course, the big switchover day is the day after Thanksgiving. But even as we sit here today, there is Christmas product out, out and available and looking beautiful. You know, you mentioned it, and I forgot to mention it. It's a lot more than just Thanksgiving dinners and holiday dinners at Wilson Farm. You do it all. You've got Christmas trees, right? We have Christmas trees, and don't forget, it's Hanukkah. And, I mean, Hanukkah's coming up in a week, so... Yeah. Um, there's a lot of things going on all at once this year. Wow. And that's fine because soon enough we'll be January and we'll all sort of be looking, uh, looking at each other going, oh, I wish it was spring. But uh, So we're going to enjoy it while we can. And, uh, you know, we've got our, uh, our chef is uh, – we, we have a phenomenal chef. His name is uh, Raymond Oost. And uh, he uh, is a master chef of France, and he'll be doing some cooking classes and stuff, and he'll oh. be doing some demos and stuff through the holidays. And so it's all good. It's, 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 it's such a great thing. And you know what's cool, Scott, is every time I've driven to a Wilson Farm, and I was telling uh, Pat and Beth, any time, any time of the day, there's a line of cars waiting to get in the parking lot. There's a line of people waiting to get inside. And, boy, if that isn't a testament to how well you guys are doing out there at Wilson Farm. Well, thank you. Uh, you know, we, we like to keep that going. There are some days that are better than others, and there's some days that are busier than others. But, uh, you know, like I said, we try to adapt to the customers and to give them what they're looking for and ask them. And, and it, it it's all about being out on the retail floor. And you, you can't run the place, manage the place. You can't work without being out there. And all of our managers are out there talking to the to the customers every day and as we sit here for thanksgiving and i'm thinking about some of the some of the things we're bringing in the chef this year made a thousand gallons of gravy all gluten-free made out of oh. like a rice flour and so you know we're sort of we're adapting like i said and he's going to make 500 quiches this year for, oh. for breakfast. Who doesn't love quiches? You, know, you don't think about breakfast, but yeah. hmm, I guess everybody has to eat breakfast and everybody's home. So we found this little niche that says, okay, they want breakfast on Thanksgiving. So it's all about adapting and doing all this fun stuff. So all right. well, uh, we're Scott, all happy to be here. Uh, Scott, I, I've got to go, but thank you so much for uh, coming on. And I, I want to tell people, just go to wilsonfarm.com, right? 
Yes, exactly. No S, just Wilson Farm. Even though we have two, we still kept it with Wilson Farm. Yeah, and put the call in and get online now. You're running out of time. It's for Thanksgiving, okay? Uh, Scott, thank you so much. Say hi to everybody. Billy, I will thank you so much. I'm a huge fan, and I appreciate the shout-out. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Thanks again, Scott, and uh, happy Thanksgiving. You too. Bye-bye. All right. We've got to take a break. We've got a few minutes left. I've still got Pat and Beth here, and uh, we're going to break down the booze. That's what we're going to do, because I want to get you people <laughs> out there uh, checking out their liquors, which are beautiful. And by the way, holiday season. What's the best gift you can bring to somebody for the holidays? A bottle of booze. We'll talk about that right after the break. You're listening to Food for Thought, brought to you by The Box Center and Salem Waterfront Hotel and Suites. Hey, guys. Welcome back to uh, Food for Thought. Billy Costa here. I want to thank Scott Wilson uh, for coming on from Wilson Farm. Go there, wilsonfarm.com. They do a fabulous job. They'll help you out for the holidays. And I've still got Pat and Beth in here from Glen Farmer Distillery. And I'm going to say restaurant, okay? Yes. And uh, so let's talk about the liquor a little bit. Um, You know, when you go to a liquor store now, uh, let's say vodka, for instance. There'll be like 40 different vodkas. How the hell do you decide what vodka do you want? And how do you guys decide how you're going to compete with all these other vodkas and make people buy yours? It's a good question because to most people, vodkas taste very much the same. Right. And for a lot of the products that are on the shelves, especially in the United States, most vodka that's produced in the United States is made from corn simply because it's so plentiful, it's cheap. Um, For us, we wanted to be a little bit different. So we produce ours from wheat. And so it gives it a little bit of a sweeter character. Yeah. And um, it's just nice and smooth. So a lot of people, when they they drink vodka, they think of a a medicine-y kind of caustic, you know, burn-your-throat type of alcohol. Yes. But um, we produce a vodka that is very nice, and you can drink it neat, or you can have it in cocktails. And you have several varieties of Yeah, so our vodka... Ghost our base, yeah, it's our base for our ghost, which we call um, – that is distilled with our vodka and ghost peppers. Mm-hmm. And then we have a cranberry vodka that we call bog that we use our um, our vodka with a local farm called Dika's Farms. That's where we get our cranberries from. So your bog vodka comes from a fresh cranberry bog, the, yes. the cranberry exactly. flavor. Yes. So that's something different that you guys are doing. And, and actually, spoiler alert, we're going to launch our first product, first new product in a year. And have you ever heard of an affogato? An avocado? Affogato. Affogato. Is that different so from an avocado? An, yeah. <laughs> it is. Wow. So it's an Italian dessert. It's a vanilla gelato with espresso ah. usually poured over it. Yeah. So we are going to be launching an espresso and vanilla vodka. Um, oh, boy. That we were trying to get ready for Black Friday. Um, but the label printer couldn't produce the label. So uh, the week after Thanksgiving, we'll be launching that. And Well, um, my wife, Michelle, is a huge espresso martini fan. Yes. Uh-huh. So I'm guessing this is the perfect vodka. It is delicious. delicious. And we're actually calling it bean for the coffee, the, the espresso be- beans and yep. the vanilla beans in oh, it. Oh, yeah. And, of course, we're in bean town. That's of true. course we yeah. well we are you're not you're yes, out there in true. Franklin Massachusetts uh, we've got sticks. about a minute left in and, and I want people to be able to be able to enjoy a your restaurant but also enjoy the the liquor making process and I guess you guys do tours so how can people make arrangements to do that and how often do you offer them so uh, we basically have people go online and they can book the tour availability changes just based on 
uh, our availability. We actually enjoy doing the tours ourselves. Yeah. Um, but we also have staff members who can do them. So just go uh, to the website? Make, yeah, just, go to the website. There's a calendar you can select from the available awesome. dates. And you can do groups? You can do groups. Yeah. So we try to keep the groups small, you know, to 12 to 15, just yeah. so that we can have it be a more intimate experience. And, and it's beautiful down there with the wooden barrels. They're all aging liquors, brown liquors, and everything else. Uh, before we go, uh, Michelle wanted me to give you guys, my wife Michelle wanted me to give you guys a shout out uh, 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 because uh, she loves tequila. So I brought your tequila home. So you've got your own tequila, too. Yes. Glen Keela. Uh, Glen Keela. Glen yep. Keela. And you can find it all at more than 50 different places all over yes. New England, right? Yes. Uh, Pat, Beth, thank you for coming in. Uh, I know it was a drive from Franklin. But you know what? While you're here, enjoy Beantown. <laughs> we certainly <laughs> we will. will. <laughs> all right. we got to go. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We'll see you next week on Food for Thought. I'm Billy Costa. And coming up next... 60 Minutes. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.